Hi everyone, welcome to our ALS Advocacy Facebook Live conference. This Hi. is Melissa Call and Alisa Brownlee. Brownlee. Uh, I'm Tony Heil. I'm your host for this podcast slash Facebook Live video. Uh, this is our first time doing this at the co-branded thing. Ooh, it's well, the yes. same brand. Um, our ALS Advocacy Conference is coming up in Washington, D.C. Sunday through Tuesday of next week, May 13th to 15th. And a lot of hundreds of people with ALS, family members and advocates from across the country, including about 50 people from our chapter, will be on hand. So um, you guys have been very active in our advocacy efforts over the years. Yes, Tell us have. a little bit about what to expect, what you do, and I'll tell about what we do too. Sure. Um, we're really excited to head down to Washington, D.C. this weekend on Sunday. Um, it's actually a three-day um, conference where everyone will be updated on the latest and greatest what's going on with ALS as far as research. We'll be discussing um, our advocacy efforts and what the priorities are for um, this year when we go up for our day on the hill. The first day on Sunday when most people arrive, they do a prep for the hill, especially for first timers in Advocacy 101 to really help um, you learn how to navigate going up on the hill for the day and with your meetings. Um, and the second day is a full day of conference where we also have an opportunity um, during that day to meet in, with your specific chapter so you can plan for your meetings. Um, and then the third day, Tuesday, is the actual day on the Hill where you'll have set meetings scheduled and literally be um, going from meeting to meeting. It's a very, very busy day. And for people who are wondering what those priorities are in Washington, D.C., uh, we're funding, trying to get funding for the ALS registry, which came into place about 10 years ago, and we're starting to get results from it. Um, money, $10 million for the ALS research project at the Department of Defense. And we're also trying to pass legislation to get rid of the five-month waiting period for Social Security disability insurance. One of the nice things, Melissa and Elisa, is that these are bipartisan issues. They're non-controversial. Yes. Um, I'm, I think you'll both say that people are actually pretty friendly in Washington, D.C., despite what Absolutely. you see on CNN and Fox and MSNBC, right? Yes. And can you talk about the importance of telling your story? Yes. So for all of our advocates that are coming, whether you're a person living with ALS, a caregiver to someone with ALS, or ha 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 oh my gosh, I'm spitting, um, are a survivor and have lost a loved one to ALS. It's so important, the impact of sharing your story, how ALS affects you, how this disease affects the entire family, and day-to-day, -day, the challenges that you're facing, and um, being directly in front of the legislators and, and letting them know how this affects you and the challenges that you face can really help impact the when they're making their decisions and signing bills and, and allocating funds. Um, and our advocacy efforts have really impacted and made, made a huge difference. For Social Security alone, right now we're asking to waive the five-month waiting period um, to begin Social Security, but through our efforts in the past, we've been able to make ALS a presumptive diagnosis, which means that with the diagnosis along with the working history, you will be eligible for Social Security, as well as waiving the two-month, the two-year waiting period for Medicare. So these are all because of the efforts of advocacy. So it really does make an, 
a difference and your story really can impact the decision making of our legislators. As Elisa say, said, your stories are the most important part. Mm -hmm. I always mm -hmm. say the structure of any discussion is your story, hope, and plan. You tell your story about why there's hope in this legislation or in research, and the plan is for the legislator to sign on to this legislation and become an ALS champion. And many of them remember people. Um, I'll, I'll give a shout out to one in particular, uh, Congressman Ryan Costello. Probably didn't know anything about ALS before he got there, which is fine. Mm -hmm. uh, most people don't. He met a family of the Potters, and he signs on to almost all of our legislation. Uh, and you know now they want to. He wants to meet with them because they come every year. Um, but people are often afraid of coming to D.C. It's a lot to handle, and uh, they don't know what to expect. Uh, so, Elisa, what are some of those things that people should think about when coming to Washington D.C. making this trip? Right. The the physical challenges um, is uh, something to really consider. Uh, our host hotel is the J.W. Marriott. And we also have some overflow hotels for um, people that either couldn't get a room in the JW or needed um, a handicapped accessible room. The thing to remember about a handicapped accessible room is that they're actually all different. There's no one set accessible room. Some have grab bars, some don't. So knowing what the room uh, has prior to you arriving at the hotel is really important. And knowing that this is a lot of walking. Um, our day on the hill starts when we leave uh, the JW Marriott. We get on buses that are specifically dedicated for our group. Uh, because of the uh, security structure now of the hill, the buses drop you off at the bottom of a hill, uh, the hill. And I don't think people realize that it is a hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, if you have a manual wheelchair, please understand that your caregiver is going to be pushing you up the hill. So if, if it's feasible, we do recommend trying to um, rent a scooter if you're um, appropriate for a scooter. Um, if you're walking, um, bring your walker, maybe bring a manual wheelchair. Um, the buses can't take you specifically to a building. They, they must drop you off at the bottom of the hill and that's that. And sometimes when you're dropped off at the bottom of the hill and you might have a meeting at the Hart Building, that is entirely across the entire campus. Yeah. Um, and last year, my little Fitbit registered that I walked almost 10 miles it's a, around it's a long the hill. Day. It is a long day. Um, the thing that we want to stress for our folks that are attending is that um, there are places within buildings that you can get lunch and water. I think that needs to be stressed that people don't have to leave the hill to get um, uh, food and beverage. Um, you will be, I think they give a list or they give a list of what buildings have a cafeteria. Yes. Yeah, so they do and uh, often what I do is my day is not often as interesting as yours because I usually sit in the Longworth cafeteria. For those who are coming there are three, there's two Senate buildings we work with, the Dirksen and, and Hart Senate buildings. And then there are three buildings that have the House members. So there's this U.S. Senate and the U.S. House. Together they make Congress. And together sometimes they make laws. Uh, and <laughs> so the, in the House there's the Cannon, there's the Longworth, and then there's the other building. And, the, and you, uh, Rayburn, and Longworth is in the middle. And you know, if you are only doing House meetings, you never have to go outside during the day. You might want to because it's nice outside. But um, we, I really try when scheduling these meetings to make it as convenient as possible. 
Um, for people who have to go back and forth, like our Delaware advocates, uh, Craig and Kristen, um, they go and meet with the Senate offices and then go across the street to the House. We try and make a good enough time in the, so it's not like 20 minutes to do the whole thing. Um, whereas in the House, you might do all your meetings within an hour and a half. And they're all in the same buildings, and you never have to go outside. Once you're in one building, you go underneath through the basement, mm -hmm. and you end up in another building. And you can always come to the Longworth Cafeteria to get food. There's also some beverage places in between, but there you can get anything you want during the day. But if you do leave, you do have to come back through security. That's right. the thing um, to say, is that your bags are checked. Um, they do pull the wheelchair aside, and they will do a private... Yes. Yes. Right. Correct. yes. And the other thing to keep in mind, because I feel like now this is making me feel a little intimidated, like we're running from here to there, is that every um, every person is in a specific group, and you're usually with that group for the day, and there's a um, team leader for that group that has done advocacy in the past. Elisa, Tony, and I have all been going to advocacy for several years. Um so you won't be alone, or how do I get from here to here? You're usually traveling in your group. A lot of times we try to even meet at the hotel well before we get on the bus or, or have a designated spot at the bottom of the hill or wherever where we're meeting. But we, we really try to communicate. So I would recommend, you know, probably most important is Monday, usually in the late afternoon it's structured during the conference day is to where the um, chapters break out and that's a really important meeting because you meet who's in your group and you exchange cell phone numbers and and um, it's a good way just to connect and set up how you're going to communicate. Exactly. Picking um, someone to choose to speak. That's really important. Mm -hmm. um, for the most part we, uh, we don't meet your congressman and your senator. We will meet often the legislative aide. Right. And sometimes we only get 10 minutes. Right. So that's why it's so important to discuss prior to you getting to that meeting who is going to do the talking. And, and as we said, it's important to tell your story. So if you have two people with ALS in your group, know that you might only get five minutes apiece to tell right. your story. We would love to have a lot of time with our meetings, but mm -hmm. that sometimes just doesn't happen. Sometimes it does. Yeah, sometimes it does. It just depends. And the team leader, the people that have been through advocacy several years can help guide the meeting or, um, you know, say we need to move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, if we can see that we're running out of time or they, they've made it clear that they have another meeting coming in. So we try to um, prioritize to give everybody a chance to be heard and, and the stories really are so important for them to hear. Yeah, I think... Um You'll have a staff and or board member in every meeting. Mm -hmm. They will introduce everybody, and then you can tell your stories. You don't need to be an expert on any of this legislation. Uh, don't You don't need to be an expert on the research. You just have to be an expert on yourself. Mm -hmm. right. um, the people we're meeting with um, are human beings, and I know there's sometimes people think badly about everyone in politics, but they all got there for a good reason. They mm -hmm. care about doing this work, and they want to listen. Meeting with staff is often better than meeting with the member of Congress because they are usually a health expert. They're the legislative aide for that, so they ask questions that the congressman, who may be very intelligent and very good, they don't know to ask those questions, so they'll ask follow-ups. And even if you don't get enough time to talk, you'll get their business card. You can get back in touch with them, but we need to stay on focus, stay on our mission, stay on our agenda, and uh, make sure that they leave remembering you and remembering what we came to talk about. 
And just to add to that, that's a great point, Tony. Um, some people even will type up something, a leave behind, or whether it's a one or two page type um, typed up, you know, your story or pictures on it, whatever. If that's something that you would like to do and you can leave it behind with each meeting, we're happy um, to share that. I think that's a great idea too, but also no pressure. Right. Um, to do that because advocacy doesn't end on May 15th it mm -hmm. continues all year round um, many of these people will still be in Congress next year a lot of them won't be because some of them are retiring some of them retired last week so um, you might be seeing them again and I know like I'm, the one example a lot of them will say oh it's so-and-so coming back oh it's so good to see that family again mm -hmm. um, they these members of Congress and their staff remember the people who come, and so it's always great to have returning people uh, who can remind those congressmen and members why we're there. So we're, this has been Facebook Live. We're going to continue this on our podcast, which will also be on YouTube. Uh, we encourage you to download that to, on Thursday. Uh, listen to it. If you have any questions, continue to ask us. Asking questions is one of the most important things, yes, right, before we leave. absolutely. Um, yeah. Ask your lead. Ask Melissa. Ask myself. Ask Elisa. Um, ask the people you're meeting with because there's there are no there are very few bad questions I guess there's some bad Please. questions but most of them are good so um, email me Tony at ALSPhiladelphia.org with any questions how can they get in touch with you guys Melissa M-E-L-I-S-S-A at ALSPhiladelphia.org and mine is Alisa A is an apple L-I-S-A at ALSPhiladelphia.org and you can get in touch with Alisa or ourselves and on Twitter our, at ALSPhiladelphia Sometimes a really good way to get in touch with us with quick questions or anything else you need. Or do you want them to get in touch with? Uh, you can get in touch with me. Mine's ALS Assistive Tech. No H. But. <laughs> All right. Well, look for the rest of this on our podcast uh, coming up soon. Thank you. Bye, guys. And now back to the rest of the podcast with Elisa and Melissa. Uh, continue to listen in and make sure to support the ALS cause at ALSPhiladelphia.org. And email us with any questions. Tag us on social media. We look forward to spending time with all of you uh, at Advocacy Day, but please listen in to the rest of our show. We know of some of the things to get involved with with coming to D.C. Um, are there any specific hardships that people should keep in mind, Elisa? Because you mentioned getting around on the Hill. Mm -hmm. I think that it's really important if you have a 10 o'clock meeting, which is usually the first meeting of the day. It's 1030. We have one that's at 930. Um, is to give yourself ample time to get there. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Ample time to get there. Um, mobility devices, if you can. If your loved one with ALS has a feeding tube, make sure to bring um, nutrition with you. Yes. You can get water, but they, they're not going to be able to get enteral nutrition on the hill. Um, and uh, wear, oh, we forgot, wear comfortable shoes. Oh, my gosh. Oh my so goodness. important, wear comfortable shoes. Do not try to be fashion forward mm -hmm. <laughs> unless you can walk 10 miles in stilettos. <laughs> Which, I mean, I can only go five miles. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Um, but that, that's important. But also, you want to look professional, but it, you want them to look like you're a person dealing with ALS. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. It doesn't hurt to look like, hey, this is tough. You, and you want them to realize that, both listening to you and seeing it. Right. And I will say... Um, Although all the buildings are ADA compliant, it is sometimes hard to find an elevator. So if you happen just to go in congressman's elevator only, no one says a word. They're usually <laughs> pretty um, helpful and accommodating in the buildings. I, 
I know I must always have that look on my face like I'm lost and people say can I help you find somewhere um, and there are these are old old buildings mm -hmm. some of the um, elevators are tiny um, in a couple of the buildings so but they're usually very accommodating and I almost always when I'm back-to-back -back meetings when I'm leaving a meeting when I go in if we're in the waiting room, I ask them, this is where we're going next, which is what's the best way to get there. Um, again, that's something your team leader will help to mm -hmm. navigate through. So as much as we're saying that this is important, this is important, you're, don't, we don't want you worrying about it as well. Correct. Because um, you'll have someone helping to guide with and, that. And you're so right. The aides in the, in the building, so oh my helpful. gosh, they're so helpful. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally just walking down the hallway, I've had people say, do you need help or... I guess I always look lost. <laughs> no, yeah, and, and I've been, well, you guys have been there even more than I have because you've been here longer. So um, I find that everyone there is very helpful. I often forget exactly where to go, mm -hmm. but it's really, it's less confusing than a lot of other places, really. Mm -hmm. Like like I said, the house buildings, you don't have to leave the mm -hmm. buildings. Right, they have day. the tunnels. And so, yeah, it's not really too, There's and there's a system in place for how the um, offices are numbered. So you can find them pretty easily. And you could even, if you are going and you're thinking it's going to take you a little bit, just send someone from your team to get to the office earlier. People are pretty understanding that there's a, someone coming in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I think also it's important for us to discuss, we've said this twice already about telling your story, but the important thing people need to realize is they really do need to stick with the talking points mm -hmm. and not go on their own political... Right. Yeah, um, that's important. Uh, don't... I get. I want to say, don't make this political. Don't bring your politics to the meeting right. and bring a personal mm -hmm. grievance to this meeting. Which is hard for all of us. We all have our own uh, issues we care about, and we have things we're talking about for a reason. Um, sometimes there are reasons to go back to those people for those issues. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you, if you know, you care about something with the environment, that's great. But you can do that some other time. We only have 10, 15 minutes. Um, so we, we know what to expect when you get there. We really want people to exchange their contact info, uh, listen to all the research discussions, have fun. Mm -hmm. As you, we have so many people that come from our chapter and meet people with ALS from across the country. I can't believe we didn't say this yet. Take lots of pictures. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Take lots of pictures because... Um, we need pictures. Yeah, we need pictures. <laughs> But there's, it's a really good opportunity to take pictures. Take, we want everyone to take a picture in front of themselves in front of the Capitol building, yes. walking through D.C., take pictures with your team, take pictures of yourselves, um, tweet them, face send them to us. Every member of Congress is on Twitter, and they love it when we tag them and say we're gl we are glad to see Congressman so-and-so or Senator so-and-so today. Thank you for supporting this, or we hope that you'll continue to listen to us. That makes a difference. And if you need a brief overview of Twitter, just seek me out because I probably need an intervention at this point because I'm a Twitterholic. So I'll help you with that. <laughs> I'll be seeking Elisa out. I was just thinking maybe it's time for me to get on Twitter. Yes, that will be the big Instagram. thing. I'm not on there either. Oh, so. geez, you're <laughs> missing out. Yeah, I love Okay. I am on Twitter too much and it's, you know, it bums me out most of the time looking at things. Um, you And really put pictures up on all social media, Instagram, take video if you can. Um, there's your stories, however they are online, make a big impact. Uh, after the meeting, we want people to get in touch with those people they met with. So if they met with a staff person, say thank you. Um, ask them to continue supporting this. Find out where you can talk to them in district, right? Mm -hmm. You guys have both been in local meetings before. Right? Yes. And we um, will ask 
people to attend our walks and things like that, you know, we can definitely, if there's events in your district area, you can invite them. And speaking of walks, if you have a walk team, feel free to bring your walk shirt or if a ride to defeat ALS team, bring your ride shirt, take a picture of them. We, uh, we've had members of Congress over the years who put up a shirt and say, we're supporting so-and-so. Um, it's a nice thing to help with your own fundraising. So it doesn't hurt at all. And if you do get to meet with your congressman or senator, grab that picture. Definitely yes. grab that picture. They're really great about that. They too. are. They'll get a group picture, and it's great to have, it, especially if the, I mean, we were fortunate one time that the senator walked in, and we mm -hmm. were all like, wow, okay, and quickly took a group picture, because usually when, if, if the congressman or the senator does come in, they have a minute. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're probably not going to be able to speak with them directly, but it's nice to get a picture together. And mm -hmm. you, you got really good pictures of Senator Carper and Senator mm -hmm. Coons from Delaware yeah. last year, and they're some of our best pictures we have, because um, they were listening, yes. they all listened, they had a connection, and they, far, they formed a real bond with those uh, patients who were there. Right. Yes. They want to. They, they're, these are actually people who typically want to listen to our stories. They want to help. Um, they might have different ideas of what helping is, um, which is fine maybe, but they right. they all... And you'll find that this legislation that we're trying to push and, and promote has a wide range of supporters from all sides of the aisle. And we've had a lot of successes. Elisa, you've been here um, 22 the longest. years, yeah. Can you name some of the successes we've had? Um, the first time I went to advocacy, we were trying to overturn the 22-month waiting period for Social Security. You know, with ALS being a disease with a two- to five-year lifespan. That's the whole lifespan. That, that mm -hmm. could for be a people. whole lifespan right. of somebody who never got Social Security or Medicare. And I, that took us eight years, yeah, maybe more. It was a long time. But it made such a tremendous difference in the quality of life of people with ALS. And that's one of the things I... I really want to stress is how empowering this day can be. Yeah. Um, and maybe that empowerment will only last you 36 hours. You'll have a nice glow. But um, it, it really does feel like, okay, I made a difference. Even if we don't get the legislation passed, the fact that you made the effort and you met, let your voice be heard, to me, that's such a sense of empowerment. And because you guys have been doing this for so many years, you know, I feel like some of the things are easier to pass now than they were mm -hmm. because so many people know about ALS and it's not because of the ice bucket challenge. It's because people have been going to the hill for decades, 20 years now. Right. right. And so many of these people have met with us so many times. They have a connection. We know what we're doing better. Um, they were able to get more funding than we would have before. There's more hope and, and you're la like, you're right. If they don't pass what they want to pass this year, which could happen because it's an election year, a lot of people are retiring. Um, you're leaving an impression that's going to last for the next person. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. And, and, and that is so important, and, and you might not realize it, but it's, it's like a, a ripple effect. Right. And the, the other great thing about coming to D.C. for this conference and Day on the Hill is I think I found so empowering from the first time I went and every year to see people from all over the mm -hmm. United States. It's amazing. And you'll meet so many people, um, families. And it's just, I always found that incredible. I think last year we had representation from all 50 states. Yeah. yeah. That, that to me Hawaii. is incredible. The one guy that comes from Hawaii. I know. He's really nice. Yeah, yeah he's a great guy. I, I mean, it, it, think about that. That mm. people come from all across the country 
just to make a difference on this day. And yeah. I think about how hard it is for people to get from yeah. our area. And that's... It's challenging, It's it, it right. is challenging. Don't get me wrong. But it's two and a half, three hours, maybe four hours, depending on the territory, to D.C. And that's hard. But, you know, people are going on an airplane, mm-hmm. going from... a California, Seattle, Alaska, like right. that, that's a, a big impact. And those senators, you know, I know that the senator from Alaska is a big ALS supporter. I'm sure meeting people from Alaska helped make that happen. Sure. Right. Uh, so those all make a difference. Um, the staff people you're going to meet, I think a lot of people say they want to meet with the Congress people. But uh, for example, I know the one staff person worked with one congressman, met the Potter's family, Potter family, and that congressman retired. There's another person the staff person continued working with them, and now that congressman's a right. champion. Right. Because the staff people stay, the congress people might leave. Or the staff people go and work for another member. And bring your story. Right. Right. So it, it it's so impactful. And we see that not only in D.C., but on state advocacy. Um, since we have a couple minutes to talk about that, um, I've met many people in Harrisburg who were a staff person who had a connection to ALS or who worked from one rep to another because mm-hmm. that happens all the time where they just get a different job mm-hmm. in Harrisburg or in Trenton and that makes an impression on our legislators. So if they can't come to DC, they can still be an advocate, right? Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You can meet local in your local area with your right within your district with your reps. Um, Tony and I, this is Melissa, are happy to help set up meetings for that. Um, we need your voices. Um, we, we're trying to get funding for care in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. We have a lot of people coming to Harrisburg on May 22nd for our annual advocacy day. Still setting up meetings there, and that's not stressful at all. Uh, <laughs> um, and, but it's people are really um, supportive there. We had a, a resolution last week with the Speaker of the House getting a picture with our ALS family, so that obviously we're getting a lot of support in Harrisburg. Um, but you know, we can get make something happen in your neighborhood even if it can't come to D.C. Correct. Yes. And on the national level, if you can get advocacy alerts through the national website, if you go to alsa.org and you go to public policy mm-hmm. and you can sign up to get email alerts if there is something that the national office wants you to call your senator or congressperson about yes. a piece of legislation or they're giving you an alert that there might be legislation coming along. Um, so that's a great way to keep uh, up to date about what's happening on the national level. And then on the local level, Tony, do they contact you? Yeah, they can contact me, Tony, at ALSPhiladelphia.org. Um, we'll let them know about days that are happening. Uh, let's get them a schedule for meeting someone locally. Um, maybe for one reason you can't even get out of the house, but you can still send messages online, emails, mm-hmm. social media posts, Twitter, make it all adds up, every sort of hit point we can make. Uh, and the other thing is with state advocacy is a lot of those members run for higher office. So we have, um, there's a person running in my area who, there's an open seat for Congress, but she was she is a state representative. She knows about ALS because of our work there. And if she becomes a congressperson, she'll know about it from here. But there's a current congressman now who was a state rep, and he knows Brian Cutler, who is our ALS champion in Pennsylvania. And I, that made a difference for him signing on to our legislation. Yep. Um, one other thing I just want to say for D.C., for those who are coming, um, look for all our familiar faces. Tony, this is Melissa, Elisa, Ann Cooney will be there, Steve Spaulding. Ellen Phillips, Marta, our executive director. Um, 
Ben wow. Orenstein our, on our board, Chris Martin on our board. We have a lot of folks. So you'll, you'll see the Philly chapter represented, and we'll be several of us, and Tony, Elisa, and I will all be there Sunday, and Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, so we look forward to seeing you guys there. And if you're listening and you're not inside our chapter area and you're from another chapter or state, um, there will most likely be a representative from every chapter in there, D.C. Yes. yes. And then if you can't find your local chapter representative, please seek out some of the national office uh, staff members. Um, and um, most of them will be there, Kim and Nicole and Cynthia and Miriam and myself. Everyone there is to help each other. No, it's no competition. We're not trying to right now. <laughs> be a better advocate than the person in the next chapter. We want everyone to succeed and have a good day. And I also just want to just say something about the hotel. If you need assistance, uh, the staff at the hotel is incredible. Mm-hmm. So this year they're actually going to have um, blenders so that if you need to puree some food, oh, okay. you can puree some food. Um, there will be some, there'll be like yogurt and um uh, milk in the morning so that there will be different consistencies but the staff really wants to accommodate your specific needs yeah. so I, I would say ask them if you need something and they often are have been there before because mm-hmm. we've been in the hotel for a few years yeah um, they'll be wearing pins so they will they they're all ready for ALS awareness day mm-hmm. on the oh, hill cool. the, the hotel workers um, they have dealt with this for years. Yes. So ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. Don't feel embarrassed or weird because everyone's got issues sometimes. Oh, yeah. There will be uh, uh, an area if your wheelchair breaks, there will be some repair people Mm -hmm. on uh, site that can assist you. Um, Assistive technology, you know, (laughs) communication devices. Well, I'll try my best. (laughs) if there's not, if one person can't help you, there's going to be someone Absolutely. else who can. Yeah. So I'll ask whatever questions you can. Um, don't feel intimidated by meeting people on the Hill. They are there to help. They might ask some tough questions, but you can defer to the board member or staff member who's there. You're there to represent yourself and, and the disease. And I know that all of our advocates always do an amazing job doing that. So thank you guys for coming up and, and you. raising your voice at Frailist Awareness you. Month. I look forward to seeing you guys in a couple days in D.C., and look forward to seeing all of our advocates either in D.C. or Harrisburg or in a local meeting coming up. Have a good day, and thank you to our advocates. Bye. Thank you.